Back in July, I ran something called the Affiliate Workshop. I was totally happy with the way the workshop actually turned out and what people learned. That part was great. The launch did not go so well. It did not make a lot of money. It was not a raging success. I actually had several applicants. I had 25-ish people apply to be a part of the program, but I ended up having to reject a large majority of those people because I didn't like them, no, because they weren't good enough, no. It just wasn't a great fit. And I did a very poor job at explaining that in my marketing and in my sales, who is it for? Who is it for? Not only did I have to reject a bunch of the applicants, but that also led to a kind of dismal launch. A bunch of people didn't even apply. They even emailed me and said so. I'm not sure if this is for me or not. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's muddy. It's confusing. I'm not clear. I don't know if I should buy this or not. Who's it for? I vowed after the affiliate workshop to never make that mistake again in my sales and marketing. And in this podcast episode, in this two-part series, I'm going to make sure you avoid those same mistakes. Hello, hello. Pete McPherson here. You are listening to the Do You Even Blog podcast. This episode is not going to be an interview show. This is going to be very short and sweet. Me driving home a point that will really help you with your blog and online business and your podcast. I love this concept. I think it's vital for people to know. And I'm going to spend about 20, 30 minutes over two podcast episodes this week talking about this question. Who's it for? Who is it for? Now, before we get started, there are actually two reasons why this is incredibly important. One reason is pretty obvious. The other reason is not. The reason it's obvious is whenever you sell products, whenever you're selling an idea, whenever you're attracting people to your blog, they're constantly wondering, do I need this? Will this help me? The old whiffum thing, right? What's in it for me? Do I need this blog? Do I need to follow this person? Do I want to follow this person? Will this bundle help me? Will this membership community help me? Will this course help me get what I want? What are my desires? What are my goals? Is this for me? That's actually pretty obvious. You need to tell people, who's it for? This is for you. This is not for you. That's one reason. That's the obvious reason. There's another reason that's not quite as obvious, but still very important. Does buying this product or following this blogger, does buying this product support my view of myself? Let me give you an example. A few years ago when I lived in Atlanta, I bought a road bike. It was an old Trek, but a great Trek road bike, a bicycle. And quite frankly, I'm going to be honest with you, I was not a cyclist. I was not a biker in any sorts of the word. I'm still not to this day very good at it. But I got this bike from a friend of mine who was moving. He sold it to me very cheap. I kind of acquired it and I was like, I think I want to be a a cyclist. I, I paid money for this bike kind of to help out my friend too. And I kind of wanted it, I guess. I thought I'd try it. But now that I'd spent money on this thing, I wanted to be a biker. I wanted to be a cyclist. I went out and bought some padded shorts, i.e. like padded underwear. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hopefully those of you that do cycling know what I mean. I went out and bought a new helmet. I went out and bought some accessories for the bike. I bought some cycling cleats, some bicycle shoes. I don't even know what you would call those things. Quite frankly, I didn't, I'd never worn one a pair in my entire life, but I was trying to support my view of myself as a cyclist. This is what cyclists do, right? They go out and buy new gear and helmets and they wear those funky looking shoes and they wear those funky looking bicycling clothes because that's what cyclists do. 
I am a cyclist now. That's what I bought into when I bought that bike from my friend. I went out and made other purchases like that to support myself, this view of myself. I am a biker now, and I also bought it to support my original purchase. (laughs) Why would I spend $200 on that bicycle if I'm not a biker now? And so I had to support that view of myself. That's a little deep. It's a little complicated, but that is a huge reason why you as a content creator and somebody who's going to sell affiliate products or your own products need to understand how to answer this question. Who's it for? A few weeks ago, I gave an autoresponder workshop at FinCon 2019. And one of the examples I used was Paul Jarvis. Paul Jarvis is a developer, content creator, a designer. Paul sends an autoresponder. The very first email that people receive when they opt in to his newsletter contains curse words. And in fact, it's kind of over the top Paul. Paul is covered with tattoos. Paul curses. Paul has some radical ideals and views. I happen to love that myself, but other people may not. What Paul does in his autoresponder, the very first autoresponder, the very first email, he makes it crystal clear this is for you. This is not for you. I call that qualifying people. I qualify people. I should have qualified people for the affiliate workshop. I like failed to do so. Paul sends out curse words. He is himself only more so to qualify people and help them answer this question. Is it for me? Who is this for? Do I need to follow Paul? Yes, that is my man. He curses in his emails. I like that. Or, whoa, who is this person cursing at me from their computer? I just like got to know this guy. I'm out. That is what he wants to do. He wants to qualify people up front. This is my first big point. You need to help people answer that question. Is this for me? Is this not for me? Who's it for? As quickly and as clearly as humanly possible. Why? Because it's a busy internet. It's a noisy internet. Bounce rates are sky high. We spend very little time trying to decide this question these days. Is this for me or is this not for me? Because we're bombarded with information. Make it clear and make it fast. This is for you. When I was in middle school, I wore dark t-shirts, Jinko jeans. Where are my 90s people at? You remember Jinko jeans? Huge baggy pants and shorts and chain wallets. And I tried to grow my hair out long. It looked terrible, by the way. I was trying to be the kid that was listening to Marilyn Manson and dark and edgy and so on and so forth. The only problem was I was not that person. I was a good kid. I wasn't in trouble a whole lot. I didn't actually listen to Marilyn Manson that much, but I wanted to be perceived as such. I don't really know why. I wanted to stand out. I wanted to get attention like a lot of middle schoolers, right? There's just one huge problem with this. I kept wondering why the people that I wanted to attract, other girls in my middle school class, etc., weren't, you know, clinging to me. What's going on? The problem, of course, is you might can see now, if you're any sort of adult, I was attracting the wrong sort of people. Was I standing out? Yes. Was I presenting myself as a very specific person? Yes. But I was doing it incorrectly. I was targeting the wrong people. I was not helping those other middle school girls answer this question. Is this guy for me or is this guy not for me? I was standing out. Yes. But in a in, targeting the wrong people, so to speak. You, this is a good metaphor, right? Middle school metaphor is always good. You need to attract the right sort of people. If you stand out and curse in your autoresponder email, that may or may not be attracting the right sort of audience for you. So this is point number two here. You need to figure out what that looks like. What do I say? What do I do? What should my blog look like in order to attract the 
quote unquote, right sort of people. Last point here. Several months ago, I was looking into podcast transcript services, both the ones that have like a human being transcribing and some quote unquote AI transcription tools. And I, I'm pretty sure I tried out every transcript tool you could imagine, one of which was Descript, D-E, script is how you spell that. Uh, I looked at the product and I was like, okay, I was moving through really quickly. I probably spent less than 10 minutes total analyzing the tool and I ran some transcripts through and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this isn't it. Maybe this is not it. And then I moved on and I moved on. I tried another one, tried another one, etc. I saw my podcast movement and I just kind of brushed them off. They had a booth there. There was lots of people like surrounding their booth and they were giving a demo. And I was like, oh, you know what? I tried to script. Not for me. It was okay. Their transcripts were okay, but yeah, whatever. Not for me. I didn't even look at the demo. I just kept walking. Fast forward to last week, I saw a good friend of mine who's also a podcaster share something in a Facebook group on Descript's feature. And for whatever reason, it stuck out at me. And I was like, whoa, 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 hang on. Their tool does that? I didn't know that. Why didn't I know that before? Have they always had that feature? Has That's like their whole thing, by the way. This feature was like their main attraction to the Descript software, the, the main feature. I had no idea. It wasn't clear to me up until that point. And then I was like, wait, I need to go back. I need to go back and look at this. Thankfully, my friend shared that thing in the Facebook group, else I may not be using Descript now. And it is a great feature. Now I look at the tool completely differently. What's the point here? We need to make it easy, easy for people to understand if our stuff is for them or not. We need to make it easy, crystal clear. Yes, do you even blog is for me. Yes, do you even blog is for me. No, I don't think I'm into this do you even blog guy. I'm more into this other person or this other person. That's fine. We need to make it crystal clear for people to understand immediately, like within two and a half seconds, within two and a half milliseconds, when they look at our site, when they land on this post from Pinterest, from SEO, whatever that is, when they see this landing page for the PDF we're going to try and sell them. We need to make it crystal clear as soon as humanly possible so they can understand if it's for them or not. Who's it for? Be quick, be clear. All right, everybody, that's all for part one of this little mini series. And part two, which I'm hoping will release this Friday, just a couple of days after this podcast episode, I am going to walk you through the four stages of new blogging. Now, this will be valuable for you in a few different ways. Number one, I think it's just going to be helpful for people to kind of figure out where they're at, where you're at on your own blogging online business journey, what stage you might be in and how you might be able to progress to the next stage of more growth and more revenue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That'll be helpful too. But I also want you to kind of listen in and realize that I am selling online impact. Through this content, it's also going to be a blog post. You can go check it out on doyouandblog.com. You will see this is valuable, valuable content. It is. That's great. It's great information. It's also helping qualify people for online impact. Who's it for? I'm helping people answer that question, hopefully in an engaging way. Hopefully I've already done it, by the way, the whole quick and easy thing. I'd like to think that I've done a little bit of that leading up to this online impact launch. But this content on Friday is going to be a great example of how I'm trying to answer that question for people. Who's it for? 
Is this for me or not? Is this going to add value to my life? Does spending money on online impact support my view of myself? I am a driven person. I am invested in my blog. I'm confident that I can figure things out and start to make it work. I'm supporting my view of myself by buying into online impact. Who's it for? That's part two of this podcast series. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you in a few days. There you go. Adios. Adios.